Welcome to the Physician's Financial Checkup Podcast, where we discuss the financial challenges and opportunities facing medical professionals. In this podcast, we'll discuss a variety of financial topics that are important to physicians, such as retirement planning, investing, and estate planning. We'll also interview experts in the financial services industry to get their insights on these topics. If you're a physician or a spouse of a physician, I encourage you to listen to this podcast. We will provide you with the information you need to make sound financial decisions and achieve your financial goals. Here's your host, Brent Bowden, a financial coach and certified financial planning advisor with over 15 years of experience helping medical professionals achieve their financial goals. To learn more about Brent Bowden and his services, visit brentbowden.com. Welcome to the Physician's Financial Checkup Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about paying off debt utilizing either the snowball or avalanche method with a couple quick examples. And we'll also discuss how making either extra payments or maybe a a new payment method called the biweekly payment uh, to principal between your due dates can really help on the interest paid uh, that has been lent, as well as the total repayment amount that you're going to pay back. So let's dig right in. Uh, the snowball and avalanche method. So by comparison, they are both ways to help you pay back your debt in a more systematic and hopefully faster way. The snowball method is something that you may have heard Dave Ramsey talk a lot about. Uh, It basically focuses on paying off the smallest debts that you have first, regardless of interest rates. And the idea behind that is to help you build momentum and stay motivated to see your debts disappear quicker. Now, by contrast, the avalanche method focuses on debts with the highest interest rates to be paid off first. And ultimately, the idea behind that is that you'll save more money in the long run. Now, it might be difficult or more difficult to stay motivated if you don't see any of those debts disappearing quickly. But in the long run, you actually save more money typically with the avalanche method. So let's look at just a quick example to compare snowball versus avalanche method. If we look at two debts, we'll call debt one and debt two. Maybe these are credit cards, student loans, doesn't matter. But debt one is a $5,000 loan at just 5% interest. Our minimum payments are probably around $70, but let's say we're making $100 a month. Debt number two is a $10,000 loan at 10% interest. And minimum payments are probably about $183 or so, but let's say we're paying 200, keep this simple. So 100 on debt one, $200 a month on debt two. Now, by using the snowball snowball method, you would actually start paying off debt number one first. Once that debt is paid off, you would take the $100 you're paying on debt number one and add it to the amount you're paying on debt number two. And over the life of paying off both of those, you're going to accumulate about $1,250 in interest that you would have paid on your debts. Not bad. And certainly borrowed the money for a good cause. Uh, so we got both those debts paid off. Now, by contrast, if you use the avalanche method, you're actually going to pay off debt two num- first. So that $10,000, 10% interest payment, uh, if we're paying $200 on it, we're still going to be making our $100 on our, our debt one. Um, but once that is completely paid off, then we focus that $200 onto debt number one, pay it off pretty quickly. And over the course of those debts, we've only been charged about $1,000 in interest. So as you can see, this is just a simple example, but that difference 
of how you pay off each debt saved us about $250 in, in interest and actually paid it off slightly quicker. So we'll have a little bit more on the blog. You can kind of dig in details on that. But the avalanche method, in my preference, is the one to stick with. Now, as we're looking at some simple things to pay off your student debt earlier, let's talk about some other ways to be able to get that paid down and save yourself some money on interest. One that a lot of people are aware of is making an extra payment. So each year, if you're choosing this debt payment, you're still saving, doing everything you need on your budget. And let's say you have some extra cash lying around from a bonus or extra savings, your emergency fund is a, a little overfunded. You'd want to pay down these debts and get those out of the way quick. One way to do that is to make an extra 13th payment. So each year, when you get that bonus, just make an additional payment onto your uh, debt and that'll help get it paid away. Make sure that it does go to the principal amount and not to any of the interest that has accrued. But by doing that, you're going to pay off your debt faster and save money on the interest. So think about it, kind of a different example, just a $10,000 loan at a 5% interest even. So fairly low interest rate loan in today's uh, market environment. But if you make a single payment of $1,000 to principal each year, that will save you about $125 in interest payments over that the life of the loan. Yes, you're paying that thousand dollars back, saving a small amount, but by making those additional extra payments, it's going to save you more money. And so if you can afford to do that and get those paid off quicker, that's certainly a, a great way to do it. Now, I also like a, a disciplined way to do this. So if you don't exactly get a bonus or maybe you just have a little bit of extra money in your budget and you want to be able to, to pay that back quicker, one good way to do that is to use a biweekly debt payment. So by paying every time you get a paycheck over the life of a loan, you're actually going to be paying money to hit that down and the principal amount will decrease, thereby decreasing the interest that you're going to pay over the life of a loan. So it similarly equates to about a 13 month payment, but it's a more disciplined approach. Now, in order to do this, you typically want to get ahead one month uh, so that all of those payments go to uh, principal first, and then pay off your interest as needed. But every time you get a paycheck, if it's every two weeks, make about half of a payment toward your loan debt, and then make the other half at your next check. And by doing so, as long as you're ahead of what the due date is going to be, then you're actually going to reduce the amount of interest that you'll ultimately pay. So let's use that $10,000 same loan with a 5% interest rate. If you make monthly payments, uh, let's say of $500, uh, it would take you normally about 10 years to pay off that loan. And you pay about $2,500 in interest. However, by changing to the biweekly payment method of $250 every two weeks, it's only going to take you about eight years and eight months to pay off that same loan and going to reduce your interest payment by about $250 in interest. So that small difference by working that into your budget can actually make a pretty big impact in both the total life and the total interest paid of that loan. So a great way to be able to do that uh, and sometimes more disciplined way to do that for some people is to pay that on a biweekly method. So that difference of $250, if you either put it back toward the loan or just keep it in your pocket, uh, is going to certainly be a good savings over time and a good way to do that. Now, if you want to supercharge your debt payoff, 
can look at combining the bi-monthly or bi-weekly uh, and the extra payment method. So let's take a look at an example of that. So if you take the interest that you can save by kind of doing both of those methods, obviously, depending upon the size of your loan, your interest rate and how long it takes you to pay them off, uh, you're going to save a significant amount of money. Let's look at that same $10,000 loan with a 5% interest rate. And by making those $500 uh, monthly payments, it would take you about 10 years to pay that off. $2,500 in interest. So let's look at making bi-weekly payments of $250. And then we're also going to add a 13th month payment of $500 each year. So by doing that, you're actually going to reduce the amount of time to pay that off under eight years. And you're going to save yourself interest of about $550. So it would take it down to about $1,950 that you would pay. So by combining those two methods, you're supercharging the way to pay those back and doing that much quickly. Now, obviously, we're looking at a small loan amount here, but the same method can work on any size loan. So let's say we were looking at a $50,000 loan with a, a just a 3% interest rate, so relatively small in today's environment. By combining these two, you actually could save about $2,000 in interest payments. Now, if we look at a lot of our student loans today or credit card debt, where we might be 6 8% or credit card debt in the you know, potentially 15 to 25% range, uh, we really start to supercharge what that savings can look like. So if you're serious about debt, combining your biweekly payments and that extra monthly payment each year is going to be a great way to save interest and pay their debts off faster. Now, one of the things we talked about a couple weeks ago in budgeting, uh, I really like is automating a lot of these payments. So by automating those payments, obviously the 13th month one, is a little harder to automate because it just comes around once a year. But that bi-weekly payment, you might be able to automate uh, from a bank account on the same day, each couple of weeks. Uh, and by doing that, you know that you're not going to forget that payment or have any type of late payment and get yourself on track to have a payment plan to get those paid back quicker. So as we kind of wrap up today, uh, a couple of quick tips that we've talked about before, but I wanted to, to bring back up, make sure you create that budget and track your spending. This is really going to help you as you're identifying areas where you can cut back or save or make that little bit of extra payment. Remember this 20% uh, of our 50, 30, 20 budget is where we can have some extra room either for savings or potentially paying down additional debt. Uh, also coming up with a plan. What is your debt repayment plan? And stick with that. Make sure you reach those goals of becoming debt-free or at least debt-free of maybe your, your student loans and credit cards. Uh, obviously, a mortgage is a little bit of a different animal, and sometimes it's better to get those higher interest rate debts paid off first and then kind of come up with a plan for the mortgage. Um, so I would recommend do a little math. You know, we've got some tools that we can help with either the snowball or the avalanche method and show you which will pay off your debt faster and how to do that. But certainly by at least taking one of those two approaches, you're going to save yourself uh, money and interest overall. So either approach is better than not taking one at all. If you have extra uh, bonuses or uh, revenue that you can put toward those extra payments, I certainly think that's a good thing to be able to pay off debt faster and will allow you to put the extra money once those debts are paid off into savings. Um, and then again, as we talked about, let's automate those payments, make sure that they're really doing a great thing. So 
I know that paying off debt can be a challenge, but it's definitely possible. So by following a few of these tips, coming up with a goal and a plan yourself, you too can become debt-free much, much sooner. So again, thanks for listening. I hope you found this podcast helpful. If there's any questions, feel free to comment below and look forward to hearing your stories about paying off your debt. Thank you for listening to the Physician Financial Checkup Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. You can also find more information on brentboden.com. The information contained in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as financial advice. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of any other individual or organization. You should carefully consider your investment objectives, risk tolerance, and time horizon before making any investment decisions. If you are seeking financial advice, you should consult with a qualified financial advisor who can assess your individual circumstances and needs.